Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is going on, you guys? I'm your host, Stacey Cole Morgan, and you're listening to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast here on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Good Part HQ, or wherever you find your preferred podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, today we got a jam-packed show talking about newly acquainted Atlanta Falcons head coach Raheem Morris, who's going to be his offense coordinator, who's going to be his defense coordinator, so much more with this newly announced head coaching hire for the Atlanta Falcons. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we got a lot of Call of Duty news to cover, some breakdowns from the Major 1 tournament, and what to look forward to next in the major two online qualifiers so that any further delay let's go to get straight into today's action the following is a presentation of the belly sports media network welcome to the morgan man sports podcast i'm your host stacy cole morgan here on the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, we talk Atlanta Falcons news, pre-game predictions, and all other news surrounding the Atlanta Falcons. Touchdown, Atlanta! Also on the podcast, we talk Call of Duty League esports covering roster mania, major predictions, COD champs, player trades, and much more to get you ready for every single CDL weekend. Scump goes through! It's It's a one-on-one! That sounds good with you. Put on your Falcons jersey, grab your gaming headset, and let's get the show started. Alright guys, so the Atlanta Falcons have just recently hired Raheem Morris as the 19th Atlanta Falcons head coach in franchise history. This does make him the first African-American head coach for the Atlanta Falcons. So definitely this is a great, you know, history-making moment right here for the Atlanta Falcons and in the NFL. So Raheem definitely has a track history of not really being that great as a head coach because of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers through that 06 through 11 season right there, or 09 through 11 Somewhere in between that time frame, definitely did not have a great, you know, head coach stint right there. Went seventeen and thirty-one with only a one winning season, and I think that was like ten and six at that time. So, but hey, that was the pass right there. But he is a two-time Super Bowl winning coach in his own respect. The O two Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the twenty two twenty one Los Angeles Rams. So definitely. It is what it is on that situation. Definitely, it's a flip or flop kind of take on that. But I do like this hire. I really do. Not just because, you know, it's making history, but Raheem definitely does bring a lot of experience to the table. And I feel like he's learned a lot of mistakes or from past mistakes, I should say, 
from his previous head coaching job to the interim job when the Atlanta Falcons let Dan Quinn go after that 2020 season or midway through it, actually, I believe. I, I believe he's learned from those mistakes. He's definitely been a prime candidate for the head coaching position for a lot of teams. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that the Atlanta Falcons was wanting him from the the get-go. I'm not sitting here saying that because we actually need it or want it Belichick or Jim Harbaugh. But it ended up being Raheem because Belichick wanted way too much power and the front office at the Atlanta Falcons facility felt like their jobs was at stake. If Belichick came in, and that's, you know, talking about Rich McKay and a few other people, that is down Arthur Blank's ear. So that did not fall through. Jim Harbaugh, I believe that was kind of a more of a play kind of situation right there. Like, all right, who's going to give me the most money? Like, let's just saying, for example, this ain't true. But let's just say, like, the LA Chargers, like me, me being Harbaugh and you, the Atlanta Falcons. Look, guys, you know, the LA Chargers fixed to give me $70 million a season. Can y'all do that? No? All right, uh, I'll, I'll be out. <laughs> So, just playing that right there, and probably just to it's staying close to home is from what I've heard for the whole Harbaugh family right there, because I believe his mom and dad is out in Los Angeles. So, definitely staying close to home is nothing wrong with it. So, Raheem Morris, his introductory press conference will be this Monday, February 5th. Definitely looking forward to it. I'm tuning in. Wanting to know kind of what his mindset is going into this coming season. Is he going to be the aggressor that we're looking for on both sides of the ball? Or is he going to be kind of like chill, laid back, let us OC and DC kind of like handle their jobs? We need to know because our previous head coaches, Arthur Smith and Dan Quinn, they were heavily involved both in their respective categories. Dan Quinn for the defense, Arthur Smith for the offense, did not work out great for the Atlanta Falcons. So hopefully Raheem, again, has learned from his past mistakes. Just focus on head coaching position and let OC and DC do their jobs. So speaking of OC and DC right here, we have now been confirmed that Zach Robinson the Ram, former Rams offense coordinator, is headed to Atlanta with Raheem. Zach Robinson is a great hire to be the Atlanta Falcons offense coordinator. Every team with an opening at offense coordinator wanted him, but ultimately he picked Atlanta because Raheem Morris was headed there himself. This is a good start to the head coaching hire hiring process, pretty much. Staying on offense, the Falcons wide receiver coach TJ Yates is to remain in Atlanta as the quarterback's coach. This is per James Palmer TV on Twitter and was covered news by Around the NFL at Around the NFL on Twitter, formerly or well known as X now. And for the defensive coordinator position, this is from at Put em Up Dukes, Carl Dukes 929 the game. And I quote, sources telling me that Jimmy Lake will be the new Atlanta Falcons defense coordinator. He is currently the Rams' assistant head coach. He coached with the Bucks and the Lions from 06 to 2011 before returning back to college. He is the former head coach of the University of Washington 
and has worked with defensive backs and is called defenses. He has a great reputation as a teacher and a developer of talent. He brings an extensive resume to the Atlanta Falcons. So these are definitely great hires right now, ladies and gentlemen. And now it's just coming down to, all right, we got to draft good. The draft is what the next process is. You're, you know, according to Raheem and all multiple leagues and rumors that Raheem is pretty much keeping a lot of the Arthur Smith staff. So I'm kind of, I kind of like that right there because that staff definitely did held up to a lot of, you know, good standards, but it's just, unfortunately, Arthur Smith did not hold up to his end. So again, maybe with that coach's staff, along with Raheem's staff coming in, Maybe it will collide and maybe we get back into the playoffs. Who knows? Or just start winning some games at least. Come on, man. So, guys, what do you think about this whole Arthur Smith's, or excuse me, Raheem Morris hiring Zach Robinson, all of them coming to Atlanta, for, basically from the Rams. Every person that Raheem is bringing is coming from the LA Rams. I mean, you are bringing in a winning team, a winning mentality establishment but you know you gotta diversify a little bit you know go get some team from the pittsburgh steelers or excuse me coaches from the steelers or you know the 49ers whoever <laughs> you know you know just don't stay in that one bowl right there but ultimately this is a great move right here for the atlanta falcons i'm staying optimistic for this right here, but Monday, definitely we're going to find out for sure what Raheem Morris's game plan is for the Atlanta Falcons moving forward. So now we're switching on over to the Call of Duty League side of things, ladies and gentlemen. And let me tell you, this weekend was a banger for the Major One just tournament in general. So your current CDL points standings. This is following the Boston Breach Major One Tournament that is officially concluded right here with Toronto Ultra sitting at number one at 160 CDL points. Atlanta Faye sitting at number two with 145. Optic Texas sitting at number three with 100. Minnesota Rocker sitting at number four with 75. And New York Subliner sitting at 60 right now. And then, of course, you know, six is Surge. Seven Hertics, eight Gorillas, nine Legion, ten Ravens, eleven Breach, and finally twelve LA Thieves. Those are your current CDL point standings right there. And Phase's only two losses, ladies and gentlemen, was against the, the Toronto Ultra this past weekend. One in the winners finals and one in the grand finals for the major one tournament. And so that leads to say that, you know, Toronto did win against FaZe 4-1. So I really did enjoy this weekend. It was definitely competent and competitive. The Carolina Royal Ravens defeated the world champions, New York Subliners. Definitely great to see that happen. Um, Minnesota Rocker definitely held up to a lot of standards that I thought that they were going to be eliminated in like maybe the first round or two, but they stuck in it for a while. They actually made it the championship Sunday. So definitely that surpassed my expectations right there. 
And then, of course, the shocker, Atlanta Faze losing to Toronto Ultra this past weekend. You know, it was a 3-1 in the winner's finals and then a 4-1 in the grand finals. So, congratulations to Toronto Ultra right there. You know, your map count is now 13-2. Definitely impressive right there. But let's talk about the Atlanta Faze. The Atlanta Faze, guys, is definitely a great team. But what is the... What is that barrier that is holding them back from winning more majors and COD champs? What is that barrier? Because they can totally dominate the scene and, you know, just just rake havoc. They seriously can, but whenever it comes to the absolute just last game of them all, the grand finals, phase just crumbles. Who can explain that? What is, what's it going to take for phase to break past that point, start winning majors like they did in Black Ops Cold War? Because if I'm not mistaken, I believe that the Atlanta phase won the major four and five major in the black ops cold war season and they look totally dominant and now toronto ultra did at that time too and we actually met them in the grand finals but this is again this is a totally different new game right here phase has got a new roster with you know draws on it and, and I'm not sitting here saying that we should just start hitting the panicking button right now because this is honestly technically like FaZe's first loss. I mean, yeah, the the stats do say two, but it's against the same teams. They're really about one. I'm not too worried about it. Optic, we've handled them already, so we know what this year is going to look like whenever it comes to the FaZe and Optic rivalry. So I'm not going to, again, not going to be too worried about that, but our competition is clearly the Toronto Ultra. That's our biggest competition moving forward. We definitely got to improve in a lot of hard point situations. Definitely in that very first um, hard point series right there, or it might have been third hard point series, where, and I believe I'm talking about the grand finals here, but it was Matt one of the Karachi uh, hard points. Guys, during that cafe hill right there, FaZe had the opportunity to go up 1-0 right then and there. It was like two, 239 to like 229, something like that. And FaZe just let the time just tick, 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 tick down. And then Toronto Ultra came in, wiped the team, and boom, one Matt one on Karachi Hardpoint. I'm like, okay, this is the old phase. Get back to the dominant phase where you're in that point, you're capturing it, and you're winning. But no, it, because I know uh, right off the top of my head, there was two guys near that hard point. I don't remember the players, but I know there was at least two guys right there at that point where they could have stepped in and captured those points. Yes, I understand you got to have backup come and, and save you. I completely understand that. 
because I used to play pro myself. But when there's an opportunity to go up 1-0 and establish momentum, I'm taking it regardless if I get back up on the way or not. At least I know I'm trying to, to, to win the series or win that map at least. So it's, it's a very stressful situation right there for Atlanta phase, but they will bounce back. I'm just sure of it because they did win the major two last year with Slasher. So hopefully we can at least win one or two this year with Draza. So in recent news right here, Censor, the, a former, in, or not Atlanta phase, but just phase clan member for the Call of Duty esports competitive scene, has announced his retirement. This is another legend down right here. So definitely these newer Call of Duties are just taking down legends left and right. Skunk, Crimsix, now Sensor. I mean, it formal. I mean, methods. Gosh, it's, it's a lot of legends going down right now. And it's sad to see, but they're getting older. They're getting more into the content creation side of things. So you can't blame them. You really can't, but that is some recent news right there for formal of uh, not formal a uh, censor retiring from the Call of Duty competitive scene. And going back to the Atlanta Phase side of things, Phase Clan Black, the challengers team for the Call of Duty League, has won the Boston Major One tournament for the challenger scene. And Face Black consensus of Mayhem, Exceed, Asim, Braxian, and Crimp. So definitely your major one challengers winners is Phase Phase Black. I'm wanting to say Phase Clan Black, but it's Phase Black. So definitely congratulations to them. Zuma is the owner of Phase Black. And definitely this is a trophy to add to his collection right here. So it's a, it's a good series around the Atlanta phase, just territory phase in general, and just overall positive Call of Duty League esports content. So, guys, that is all the time I have for today. I sure hope you did enjoy. If you did, make sure to like button here on YouTube. If you are listening to the audio version, please hit that follow button and download on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your preferred podcast. But until then, I, Ike Morgan, will catch you all later. Peace. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. <laughs>